0: Welcome to Flipped,
1: the Irish animation podcast. Hi, I'm Megan. Hi, I'm Aidan. Uh, welcome to episode three of Flipped. We made it to episode three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to thank everyone again for uh, their support in... Uh, Facebooking and uh, tweeting and retweeting and uh, sharing links um, and even telling people by word of mouth. Uh, we really appreciate um, it's
0: been all, amazing. Yeah,
1: all that hard work. And uh, yeah, we're just trying to grow the podcast and so many people can enjoy it as possible. So this episode is uh, an interview with Rona Hannon, who is the art director at Brown Bag. And Megan has decided to grace us with an interview. Yeah. <laughs> this time.
0: It is about time. <laughs> Um, So yeah, Bruno Hannan is art director for Doc McStuffins and Hugga Monsters. Um, Doc McStuffins is created by Chris Knee, directed by Rugrats director Norton Virgine. It's about a six-year-old girl who heals stuffed animals and toys. It debuted in the US about a year ago and it fast became number one show.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: It was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) Henry Huggle Monster is just out. Um, It debuted in February... Uh, in the UK and it should be debuting in uh, America in late spring which is kind of soon. Yeah, that's good. Um, so that was also created by our very own Niamh Sharkey, also directed by Norton Virgin. Preschool show about a charismatic, fun-loving five-year-old monster and his family, and it's pretty insane and cool. <laughs> <laughs> and the final thing is Teenology, which was created and directed by Brona herself. It is the essential how-to guide on how to be a teenager from the point of view of the teenagers themselves, and it's good for a laugh. Um, so hope you enjoy. Yeah, great stuff. Enjoy! So I was going to say, something I don't actually know about you at all is um, just how you got started. Like, what inspired you in the beginning to become an artist?
2: Oh, well, I I just like every type of art. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, at one point, uh, I think I wanted to be an illustrator, Oh, nice! um, which I've done in the past and I kind kind of figured, oh, it's kind of, it's it's boring compared to animation. You know, you actually make your drawings (laughs) move, which is cooler. Yeah. Um, And I remember... um, being addicted to Rolf's Cartoon Time, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was great. And they had these kids that would like animate like Mola and all that. And yeah. I just thought I could do that way better than that, <laughs> given <the> a <laughs> chance. Uh, and <laughs> when I saw there was a course
0: in it um, in Ooh. school, I pretty much knew right away I wanted to do it. Fantastic. So. So, so did you do it all the way through like secondary school? and? Um,
2: no, I mean, we didn't really have anything set up in secondary school for anything like film or animation. Right. But uh, I I get on very well with my art uh, teacher still. And I was the first one to do animation. And suddenly he got all into it after I left. And (laughs) they started making their own, uh, what's called westerns and stuff in school. (laughs) And it's like typical. Once you leave, they start doing all this really cool
0: stuff. Yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah, but it was uh, great. I think uh, a good secondary school really makes all the difference really to inspire you.
0: And then you you did um, graphic design in college. Oh no, I did um,
2: a diploma in animation, and then my degree in interactive media.
0: Oh, okay, all right. And that kind of like did did you find you were again like hopping from one thing to another and just enjoying? Everything? Yeah, it's.
2: Um, I at the time this just brought in the degree in animation, and I didn't want to do it because I sort of thought you'd be coasting. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be still in your comfort zone, you know, and um, I thought it'd be better to throw myself into a degree that mm-hmm. I knew nothing about and bringing okay. your own twist from animation and right, sort yeah. of um, how you could mix that up with at the time CD-ROMs and okay, Flash yeah. and just um, bringing a new interactive twist mm-hmm. to your stuff, which was uh, pretty cool at the time.
0: Yeah. Definitely, um, and what about how you started in in brown bag films? I, I heard I heard legends of you starting in work experience. No, and, uh, <laughs> I, I was know. like, oh really? Nice. No, I. Uh, what was it? Uh, when I, uh, from my third
2: film degree or, or from my diploma film. Um, I did get an offer from Brand Bag. I don't know what it was okay. for at all, all right. but because I, I, that was like to start work there, mm-hmm. um, I, it could have been a colorist, it could have just been doing some animation. I never asked the guys and they probably still don't know, <laughs> um, but I didn't bother following it up because I was doing the degree, Okay. Um, so, so I knew I wouldn't be able to. Right. Uh, um, my friends started working there instead, so okay. I w- always wondered if that was the opening, okay. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So she worked there for, um, I think it was, she worked there for two years, the year I was um, in my degree and then the year I was out and Mm -hmm. I was freelancing, uh, doing work for the ARC Children's Theatre Group on um, Mm Coco Productions and stuff and um, she left to go to England. Always. And uh, I always remember, we we went in shopping to get a coat Mm -hmm. and she was like saying, oh I I actually just have to go into the office to... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to pick up something, like, to yeah. my way reception, so I was there mm-hmm. reading a the mic, sitting sideways on a chair with my legs hanging over the side, <laughs> and Brian Gilmore came down, and it turns out she uh, signed me up for an interview, and oh I knew nothing about it, so he said, oh yeah, come in, it was to be a scan monkey, so I would oh be literally scanning in images and colouring them in, and oh that, my that was my job, so uh, I don't think the lads have ever actually seen my portfolio in
0: the office. <laughs>
1: yeah after after all all
2: the all the time i spent in that portfolio and it's never actually been used
0: (laughs) that's amazing and so then where where did you go after the the scanning well um there was
2: only five people in the company at the time it was uh my jackie and myself started at the same time so there was myself uh derek doc brian cahill and then myself and jackie started uh, within a week of each other so we were the two girls. Yeah. So uh but it it was great, like um, in those days, like you got paid sh but you got <laughs> you you got to do a bit of everything. Okay. You know, so I think in my time I've been I've edited, animated, okay. done a voiceover <laughs> oh broke down voiceover, <laughs> uh, special effects, like pretty much everything. Okay. And um but my talents always sort of lay in the the look and feel of stuff okay um and um at that stage when uh, we did a lot of commercials so i'd sort of just be handed a commercial and would be like just do it okay <laughs> so you literally got to do everything in it and, okay. that, and that seemed to be taken um as being a director okay <laughs> you know? but at that stage it was no it's just we don't have any money to pay anyone else okay. but yeah. um, so as the, the projects got bigger then my role got more into actually Okay. directing them and then right. you know the stuff uh, going down being filtered to other people to mm-hmm. do but it was always great fun uh going in and pitching to clients you know okay. different looks right you know you always you'd only have like about a day and you'd have to come up with like characters and a background and a concept for how the whole thing would work okay and uh and that was great and then go in and tell them this is why you should do it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and then um after the commercials uh, side uh broke or not broke down um kind of they closed it because they were getting a lot of the TV work. Mm-hmm. And from that I sort of went into the um, art direction okay. end of it.
0: Did you start, it says on IMDb, that you uh, started as a texture artist on, on Octo's? Is that accurate?
2: Um, I think what it was is we were waiting for um, two projects to come in. Right. Um, Hug a Monsters and um, then after that Doc. Um, so, and in the meantime I was um, a lead texture artist on okay opt and odds then, right. just uh, sort of, I guess, passing the time okay. and doing sort of development work as well. Right. There's always like, a, there's always kind of some um, downtime okay, yeah, yeah. in between projects that you sort of fill in whatever hole is in the company.
0: <laughs> so I, I suppose all the, the pitching from uh, commercials and everything like that has just kind of been so useful for all the development stuff that you do. It is. is it just, yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, it's it's sort of the stuff that um, kind of keeps you sharp in a way, yeah. you know, because when you're working on TV and... Um, it's the same style for so long mm-hmm. you know you, you can sort of coast a little bit you know especially when you get into second seasons you right. know while when you are continuously working on pitches it keeps you kind of mm-hmm. your talent's a little bit more honed okay alright than for even you know um bringing in new stuff even for different um, seasons of different shows
0: okay so that really helps keep you fresh all the time yeah it that's... keeps
2: you from sorry going crazy yeah. when you're <laughs> just doing approvals and you're like damn it I need to draw yeah. <laughs>
0: And then what about uh, then Doc McStuffins? Uh, I suppose we can get cracking on that. Um, I I had been talking to Kahal at one point, and he was saying that uh, initially it, they wanted to do a 2D, and yeah. then you guys were kind of like, oh, let's let's just pitch something anyway and see yeah. what they think. And um, so were you involved in that early? Yeah, phase? it's
2: um, I think they just gave it to um, three artists. Uh, I think myself, Nikki, and Chris, and they just asked um like we were given a pilot script and to do designs and mm-hmm. backgrounds for them and right. uh luckily enough for me <laughs> they chose mine Fine. but um they it, yeah it was it was up kind of um up in the air as in they weren't sure if um, they wanted a boy or girl at the time. Okay, you know yeah, yeah. they just wanted to see designs, you know, yeah. just um for kind of goofy styles. Mm-hmm. Um so um, I actually... Nikki did a, a girl character and I did a boy. But it turns <laughs> out they picked the boy character but just said, change it to Make a girl. A girl <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and then, um, God, we went through about 50 different designs. It, it doesn't actually remotely resemble what was uh, the actual doc character. The other characters actually stayed quite true to the original designs. Okay. But the doc one sort of slowly morphed, you know, right. here, or there.
0: Was she older, younger?
2: Um, I think um, at the time when they changed it to a girl I actually used the she was a girl sorry um when it was done before she was a girl and the other character was a brother
0: oh okay Or sorry
2: a sister sister. so um it was uh Doc was a boy and then Daisy was her sister
0: oh okay
2: um and or god I'm getting confused yeah Doc yeah boy Daisy's sister and then um when they switched it to Doc being a girl um, Daisy became Donnie and I always okay. loved the design of Daisy oh, okay. so I sort of used her as an aged her up in order to Worse. make her to into Doc. Doc so and then she was used then as the starting point because it still was in the style of the original ones they liked and then that was a kickoff point for um changing it into Worse. what it became
0: okay because I have to say like the first time I ever saw Doc McStuffins I loved her character like because I just thought it was very different from anything else out there and like obviously you spent a huge to amount of time on it, yeah. <laughs> But especially around her eyes and everything like that. Like you must have been extremely specific about Oh how God. You them yeah.
2: To I mean it's um it, moving like something two pixels to the left or right makes a world of difference, yeah. you know. So like I end up just um because, yeah, like, it quite literally went through about 50 designs. Okay. So, um yeah, having the eyes, the pupils, the nose, the mouth, everything on its own separate layer. And mm. then it's, like, make pupils bigger, smaller, move them in. Cross-eyed, yeah. not cross-eyed. <laughs> and until you started getting the cutest character you could get. Yeah. And then it's, like, leave it, go away. You think it's perfect, and then come back tomorrow. It's, like, not, no, not as cute that. as I thought. Okay, yeah. And then tweak it again. Yeah. There, there's nothing like a day's uh, grace <laughs> before coming back to a design to see um
0: how great it isn't <laughs> <laughs> i think sleeping on this definitely yeah. uh, does something different to it yeah i suppose we could probably talk about then then hug monsters and just kind of i suppose the diff- the challenges they're they're such different shows yeah and, like i suppose how you even approach i was asking this the other day and it's yeah. like how do you even start like start just, yeah well
2: you go into a room and you cry for a little while <laughs> <laughs> but um i i think yeah it's it had its like a completely different set of challenges from doc because doc Mm -hmm. it's like you're starting from scratch you can design whatever you want Mm -hmm. while huggle monsters you're starting with like a book that has these gorgeous designs Mm -hmm. that you love and you don't want to make the author cry or you know not not do them justice you know so um and we started with that um, I think sometimes you just need to I mean when you've got a pilot and you've got um, some leeway to work with it, mm-hmm. it it's good just to get it out of the way and sort of see how closely you can actually stick with the characters okay. you know because if you start changing them right away people are always going to have doubts it's like yeah. well why didn't you do that you know or why didn't you keep this or that you know Yeah, yeah. so it's like right away it's like okay we well, try and get it as close in 3D to the characters mm-hmm. and then you sort of see where the problems lie yeah right yeah it's like well the arms um, look bad like that or they can't bend or the legs aren't long enough to Mm -hmm. actually um because the feet are so big you know they can't climb stairs or that yeah yeah. or though or or pupils that look um cute in the book Mm -hmm. when they actually animate and move actually make him look like he's had too much red bull okay you know he's just like (laughs) a little little (laughs) little bit yeah he's like on a caffeine (laughs) buzz or something um and stuff like um brow bones or arches have to be added for like the animators for more expression mm-hmm. um things like this uh, or like that um also there's uh I, I think uh for the trees like uh they had these little skeletal trees mm-hmm. which are lovely as sort of um little design points here and there but if you have forests of them they just kind of look like it's an eternal winter <laughs> oh, no. so we started um kind of Trying to get lollipop trees mm-hmm. sort of in there, um, like different ones that sort of stuck with the style but branched out. Right. Um, the pun. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much so that uh, I I look back at the book and I was surprised that they weren't in it. I completely <laughs> forgot they had been designed after it. That's a pretty good. Sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, no, it, it's really good because like Neve was like a great person to work with. You know, mm-hmm. like she. you bounce off really well with her she's Mm -hmm. always continually coming up with new ideas or new ways to see things and she's not um though like she loves her book but she's not uh, too precious on it like Mm -hmm. she can see you know when you talk through things where things need to change and she's always open to looking at it in a different way which is like brilliant yeah yeah
0: absolutely so free
2: yeah and um I know it was a great one to work on and the colors are quite like Bright and colourful, which yeah. has its own challenges because yep. when you're using every colour under the sun, <laughs> you're like, uh, well, they have every colour under the sun on them, and they're in a world yeah. that has every colour under the sun. How do Just you actually make the them pop out? Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that became uh, a big issue, as you know.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, and then I suppose, like from from seeing you work, uh, like you are not a woman to give up. Easily at all, you're gonna keep going till you till you get what you're looking for, and so I'm annoying. Um, you're saying no. <laughs> no, not at all. No, you just like you know. I I would hope if I was in the same position, that I would be as driven and you know just like I'm not gonna let this get me down. I'm gonna keep on going. And I was just wondering, like, I think I'll I think someone I think someone
2: said to me that I'm at my scariest when I don't say anything. <laughs> and they keep talking say this is why we had to change something and I'm just there looking at the screen not very happy
0: and then suddenly they just give up it's great like the devil wears Brad a piercing of the lips or
2: something yeah I think yeah something like that
0: Uh, it's like I must remember that it's
2: like (laughs) just don't talk just look at the screen and look pain. just
0: see what happens (laughs) yeah yeah. I'm going to be watching out for that now you've warned me Um, but yeah do you like when you go home or when you go away, can you can you leave the job behind? Oh or? god, yeah, I never think about it yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love that. And then the moment you come back in, I think about five hours before mm. you
2: go to bed the night before. You're like, oh, family, oh, damn yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I've all that to come back to. Okay. But yeah, it's terrible. I don't like giving up any kind yeah. of control whatsoever.
0: Oh, but it's it's good. Like it's just you know to have to have someone just like this is the vision. I'm keeping it. You know, obviously that's what an art director does. But you know, just to kind of. You, you never seem unsure, you always kind of like, No, I, I understand what the show's about, and you're like, Oh, that's good because it's a big
1: lie,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's great. There's always, I mean, everyone around the show is like, oh, well, like in, in general, around all the shows in here are so enthusiastic, you know, like, um, you always sort of take their input on board, you know, like, mm-hmm. you'll like, even from the texture artist or like Andrew or like Donna Cara, that mm-hmm. you know, and they're all trying to kind of, um, kind of refine it that little bit more so it's it's hard not to just have the idea just organically evolve from that you know and you forget that um what you started off seeing as Mm -hmm. the idea you know it just it just it does that and you have to sort of accept that you know um different issues are gonna like tweak the style Mm -hmm. and the look of it here and there time constraints you know Um, and it's it's really, I guess, trying to find workarounds yeah. where, I mean, half the time it actually helps make it better. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and it, it's great. So it's, it ends up being a, a group effort, you know. Yeah. I can nearly point to different things and say, yeah, that got cha- changed because, you know, it was giving the animators a headache or yeah. that got changed because, you know, of time or, you know, it, it didn't look good the way we were going to do it. So we looked at a different style of doing it and mm-hmm. that's why. So it, it's always a juggling act, yeah. I guess, between... Um, style and making the uh, technical people cry yeah, <laughs> yeah. i <laughs> or, want to come in in the morning to, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I, I suppose like with with all the experience like if you had gone into you know studying uh, i suppose art direction only in school if that was something that, that you could have done it, it would have been so much more valuable the way you've done it and like gone through and you know all these different levels of the process and yeah it's you know. I mean
2: it does I'm starting off in a, a very small company or when mm-hmm. the company was very small I'm like god it's nearly 11 years now <laughs> uh it's you, you do get a, a grasp of like all aspects of it mm-hmm. you know you've you've tried all aspects you've had to god I remember once I i like You're just given a music video and just like just do this, (laughs) and and basically back then there was no such things as sort of different people on different projects, you know, with their time allocated. You just had to go up to people and sort of beg, okay, and and then you know and you didn't even have to go through anyone. You just went up to them (laughs) and just said, "Could you mind? Could I get this off you?" And uh, but it it really sort of made you. Kind of quite creative, like we had to make a green screen. So we had to, do, I just had to go down to Hickey's and buy some like green material. I'd never done it before. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, it, it it was just quite inventive, yeah. and you kind of brought a lot of different museums and techniques yeah. in, you know, onto it. So
0: and, and like I suppose learning on on the job, you were just like on Google and oh yeah, like, it's
2: like learning curves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, the guys. Uh, I think is shocked by how little i know of photoshop because i learned it all on the fly and in and have my own bizarrely quirky ways of doing any everything you know like it's yeah. absolutely horrific it's okay. like someone thinking you've a neat room and then looking in your closet and it's like complete chaos and they're disgusted that's usually my files or my layer system within yeah. uh photoshop
0: probably similar to mine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That when the layers are there, it's just temptation to use them. You know, I know, like, yeah, that's, that's kind true. Of discipline.
2: Masking, too. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> that, that takes too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so lazy. You can just paint it, it's fine. Oh, I suppose, yeah, teenology. I wanted to talk about oh, yeah. that as well. And um, just sort of how it came about was it was an idea that you had from college or
2: no, not at all. That was, um, sometimes you sort of think that you'll never have an idea again.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And it's like, no, that's it. I'm,
2: you know, creatively, I'm a vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) And then suddenly, you know, and they get a pitch in or they get asked to pitch on something or um, Disney have a grant, or not Disney, um, like RTE or something. Mm -hmm. And someone has a grant going and it's like, we want it for like teenagers and it's for 30 seconds, and you know, it just has to be about their life or something, yeah. And then suddenly, you just get an idea like that. Okay, you know, yeah, sometimes, yeah. you need some focus, <laughs> some um, idea, yeah, some category you yeah. are have to have an idea for, and you think you, you think about it for a day and you go, nah, that's it, no, okay. you can't think of anything, yeah. And then, suddenly, after that, just pops into your head. And um, so, there was, um, uh, RT were doing, I think, for a few years, I'm not sure if they're still doing it, um. It was for, like, one minute, in like, um, animations, 30 of them. And um, it had to do around teenagers and just, you know, their life, really. Nice. I think that was it. So I sort of... it can be quite a literal person, really. Okay. <laughs> so I thought, well, why not do, uh, you know, a guy, so like a mm-hmm. documentary, Five reels actually being a teenager, yeah. as if they're telling, like, some sad old, like, me who's in my 20s or, like, my parents or something, yeah. you know, what you have to do to be a teenager. Um, so I, it was great because we had all these ones in on work experience every week. Mm-hmm. And basically, I just like shoved a piece of paper under them and I said, I want reels to all <laughs> these topics on what you would do. I was funny because some of them didn't guess what I wanted. Okay. you know. So they'd say like one of them would be five reels to makeup, you know, mm-hmm. and they go, oh, well, go into the shop. Oh go into boots, they have really cheap makeup, and you're going, No, that's not what I want. I want layer it on until you look like a tangerine head. You know, that kind of thing. That's the real when you're young and you wear makeup, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or back home your home until it resembles the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. You know, this kind of thing. <laughs> um, and it was great because some of them um just got it right away, you yeah. know, like smart as wits, and yeah. uh, they actually I remember one of them, Gemma, and she's actually um she did work experience, and I think she's finished college now, um uh, doing animation oh, in Telmiri. Wow. So, uh, um, so you can sort of tell the ones that are just in right. the mentality of it. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was fun because um, we sort of wanted to do it that, um, like all the characters are meant to be around Ireland, as if they're doing a joint detention and this is what they have to do right yeah. um so um there was like a million old characters and we wanted to use places that known in ireland that usually never gets a character made about right, yeah. them like dundalk or yeah. like rd <laughs> or like a somewhere or somewhere in leash <laughs> so because i'm from outside dundalk i wanted shatter mm-hmm. to be I'm from chatter. like dundalk and, but i couldn't get any actor to do the dundalk accent so i had to get one of the girls in here there's this great girl um she does brilliant voices but she can for the life of her put on a dundalk accent it kept coming out scottish which she was thrilled about because she couldn't do scottish accent (laughs) either so now anytime she wants to do a scottish one she pretends she's from dundalk (laughs) so we just asked the actors to tell us where they were from right and you know there was one girl who was from leash and another from wexford so we're like as well as them doing the characters that we had specific places Mm -hmm. and that we wanted them to be from We also asked them to voice a subsidiary character in their own version of what their town accent is. Because there's there's nothing like an actor putting on where they're from. You know, like Wexer just became this Crazy accent, like, it was just brilliant. One of my favorite characters. Brilliant. So and um, yeah, like it, it was great fun. And uh, they, they were so quick, like one minute. So yeah. crammed in a lot. They were like four page scripts, while really one page is a minute. Right. So okay. there was a lot crammed in. Right. Yeah. They're yeah.
0: they're they're really good and intense. And um, yeah, but I think that I think that's me done. Yeah. Right yeah.
1: Thanks, Megan, for that great interview.
0: And if you want to catch Doc McStuffins or Henry Huggemonster, just check out the Disney Channel for exact times. I will leave a note down below the
1: podcast. Um, so we'll see you next month where we will be announcing um, details and exciting competition.
0: Yep. And uh, it is going to be very exciting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you want to get um, in touch, the email address is flippedpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to retweet, uh, I'm on Twitter at Aidan McAteer.
0: And I'm at the Meg Bar.
1: So, we'll see you next time.
0: Say enough. Bye. Bye.
1: The Flipped Animation Podcast was produced by Megan McMahon and Aidan McAteer, edited by Aidan McAteer, and featured music from royaltyfreemusiclibrary.com. For more information, uh, visit our website at flippedpodcast.com.